finding out that your car used to be ragged about is a bit like finding out your girlfriend's got an OnlyFans page. I'm actually feeling quite tired. Yeah. Probably because I had the biggest breakfast in the world. There was a lot of toast. I was out of the 12 slices of toast, <laughs> we left three. You did eat a lot of the toast, yeah. I have to admit. To sacrifice. More toast than breakfast. Well, I left one sausage. Not a criticism, just an observation. I left one sausage, <laughs> one egg, and a few bits of mushroom. Yeah. And I don't eat hash browns, so the hash browns that were left. I did notice when you posted the picture that yeah. Grace had a stack of hash browns. Yeah, Grace had all my hash browns. Um, but uh, if I can offer some feedback, neither of my eggs were runny, so I didn't get to dip any of my toast in them. Oh. So I made use of the beans. Excellent. Which came in a handy bowl for <laughs> dipping. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the bowl's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely breakfast. Yeah, I was very full. And uh, I think it's all the carbs have now worn off, so I'm getting that post-toast lull. Yeah. They're quite fast-acting carbs. Yeah, so I had a lot of energy when we got home. <laughs> a couple of hours later I'm feeling yeah, no, you're Grace has got it. a headache <laughs> <laughs> toast induced headache yeah. it's just a massive crash yeah. at this point um, it's the perfect time to start recording a podcast as I'm coming <laughs> off a sugar high well I'm just I'm just entering a caffeine, caffeine one, so one. Um, I'm almost on a no caffeine crash because I haven't really you're not really had anything not caffeine wise Strangely, I just sort of missed it. Runs a calf, yeah. Yeah, it's what happens when you're working sometimes. True. I don't know, it just. Every now and again you forget to drink coffee. <laughs> and, then your, and then your brain reminds you. Yeah, and then you get a horrendous headache. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you drink as much as I do. Yeah, okay. I don't even know how much it is, I just know it's a lot. Well, last week I started drinking honey and lemon in hot water to. I had a bit of a cold, and it's quite a refreshing drink, honey mm. and lemon. So I think I had a bit of a caffeine-induced afternoon headache. Because oh, I'll start the day with a coffee, but then I was drinking non-caffeine hot water, lemon juice and honey. Yeah. And by like three o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, oh, I don't feel great. That's not good. Yeah, so I think that's what it was. Um, but uh, yeah, in actual fact, there's not really been that many things happen since we last recorded something. So we'll probably hit the hour mark. We've well, I mean, gone our, in under 60 aim, minutes. <laughs> our aim is gone in 60 minutes. Yeah. So, because yeah. I feel like two hours was a stretch. I mean, even I looked and I was like, two hours? When I went to listen to it, yeah, I, was like, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be able to listen to it. Yeah, but that's the thing with podcasts. You don't have to listen to them all in one go. I like to, though. Because I... So, the, the Morning Drive podcast episode nine my latest one is two hours long and yeah. that has been listened to almost three times as much as any other episode it's weird isn't it yeah but um, ours i think ours is the opposite oh i've not really checked i should probably have had a look i think our shorter ones this one seems to our shorter ones seem well it's I mean, about the it's, limit of what people can tolerate listening to us ramble on about shit that's not really relevant yeah i mean <laughs> yeah there's only so many tangents people could take yeah like fucking hell lads. Oh, no. it's gone in too many different ways 
Yeah, no, I, I just look at, I always think personally, I just think like when I look at something, if it's two hours long, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Because I I've like to, to listen to it in one that. go. Yeah, it's a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm. just I just enjoy listening to the whole thing in one. Yeah. So if I've seen it in like an hour, I've got stuff that I could probably do for an hour and put it on. Yeah, yeah. Very rarely do I get two hours to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. See, my, my day job has me just driving around all day, so I can listen to a 10-hour audio book in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, you see, this is a, yeah, so um, obviously yeah. our audience aren't van drivers. Definitely aren't, by the sound of it, otherwise we'd we'll be on four-hour long episodes, <laughs> just live streaming every day. Yeah. Let's see what tangents they can come up with this time. Where will they go next? Yeah, um, yeah no, there's not been... To be honest, not a huge amount has been happening. No, I, I guess that gives us opportunity to potentially do a little bit of like back diving to some more kind of our background of stuff more than anything then. Historic events. Yeah, well <laughs> it gives us an opportunity to kind of go, right, let's let's do something like car histories or interesting car stories mm-hmm. or something that isn't just Oh, what have you done this week? Oh, I did this. What about you? Yeah, I did this. And that's it, because we can do that for an hour most of the time if we've had... Anything happen. Yeah, like, the only thing that's happened really this week is the Renault's broke down again. So, that's Um, about it. Um, Do we know why? It appears to be carburetor-related, and the man from the AA doesn't know what he did. He didn't really do anything. He shone a torch down into the carburetor and just kept turning her over until she fired back up again. Okay. Is about the summation of what happened. Which was all I was doing until the battery went flat. So just patience and a, and a battery charger. And now a potentially broken starter motor. Because <laughs> it goes, <laughs> you go, you go doo, 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 and then it fires and it goes, ee! and I'm like, oh God, what's that noise? No, no. <laughs> new noise alert. <laughs> yeah, so potentially now needs a new starter motor. Um, so if anyone from the AA hears this, you might owe me a starter motor. <laughs> And I go, well, we've got you running. And I managed 20 minutes, and then she died again in a woodland at 9 o'clock at night. And I, like deep into a woodland. Um, fortunately, uh, Craig with the Red MX5, yeah. he came because they were already on a, they were out for a drive. And I posted up to say, I'm at McDonald's in Chelmsford waiting for the air if anyone's knocking about and fancy oh, see, the I coffee. See that. I just put it on the story. So you had to have been looking at oh, okay. the Tacoma story. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm nearby. Came over just as the AA man got there. So the <laughs> AA man then had an audience. <laughs> oh, nice. But the, the guy from the AA was actually, I wouldn't say he was like rude, but he wasn't very like approachable. <laughs> like, you know me, I'm quite like, crack a couple of jokes yeah. and try and like soften the mood about things. And he was like, yep, yeah, okay, do this, do that. I was like, right, well, we're not going to be talking very much then, are we? So a lot of it was me stood just not saying anything and not really trying to get involved and him trying to, do whatever he was trying to do which involved all the things that I said I'd already done yeah and ticked off the list because I was like it's got a spark because if you spray easy start into the top of the carb it fires up and then dies when it runs out of easy, easy start, start to burn yeah. so that means that it's sparking otherwise that wouldn't happen yeah it's not the battery because the battery's brand new and I've got a second battery and it it keeps trying to turn over yep um so I reckon it's a fuel issue some, Which for some would explain reason, why Easy Start would, Easy Start well, works, but it doesn't without it because there's no fuel getting in. Yeah. So the first thing he did was check all the spark plugs for spark, like all the the mm-hmm. um, the ignition leads. Yeah. And they they all sparked, and he put it all back together. He's like, oh, it's got spark. I was like, yeah. 
And the next thing he did was spray a load of Easy Star into the top of the carburetor and keep turning it over and watching it fire and then yeah. not do anything. Because it's like, got spark. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that thing that I did for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. at the side of the road. But I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I like, I'm not a complete idiot. And then he plugged the battery into his van and we just kept doing that. And then it fired up again. <laughs> and that was it. That was literally it. He shone his torch into the carb, had a bit of a nosy, kept firing it. She fired back up and he went, yeah, job done. I went, oh, so what have you done? He went, yeah, don't know. Literally shrugged his shoulders, went, don't know, just it's running now. Massive help. I was like, great, I'm really reassured that it's going to get more than 10 feet before it breaks down again. And it got <laughs> maybe five miles. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's it. Are you setting a timer for an hour? I'm just seeing how long we run. I've got, got a, not a timer. It, it, it tells me here. I don't know. Look. Does it? Eight minutes. Well, I, don't, I can't see that screen. I'm not privy to that level of information. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Job done. Turn the laptop around. Thanks. Now everyone can see. Yeah, that'll go black in a minute anyway. Oh, no, I can see that when I talk, I get wiggly lines. Yeah, it's almost like we're doing something properly. Wow. Look at that. The thing is, this laptop isn't mine, so it might have to go back to wherever it came from. So then mm. we're hoping that my laptop works just as well. Or we invest in those nice microphones that I showed you. I think we'll get the microphones. Yeah. Because we just seem to be doing this regularly enough. Yeah, we're doing it once we're a week. Quite, we're quite committed. The thing is, in the next six months or so, I might be further away. So then we'll have to start Then doing. I've got to then work out how to use Discord. Discord, yeah. Oh, Christ. Effectively, what, what we did, because <laughs> Discord doesn't record, you record your audio, I record my audio, and we synchronise, but we have the conversation over Discord. Okay. But we, we but just record our own a, audio. But are my audios recording as I'm talking to you? Yeah, yeah. So it's not that Discord is doing the recording no. for us. We're both recording ourselves. Yeah. But then we're effectively having a phone call. Yeah. That's how it worked. Because I thought Discord, I was like, oh my God, Discord can record. And yeah. Then, then Liam well, was like, as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. it sounds as though it should be. Liam was like, no, 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 you record yourself. We just talk over Discord. Because then all three of us can talk, like, because it was three of us in the, yeah. in the thing. It wasn't a, a podcast-making place. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow. Yeah, I thought it was like, yeah. oh, my God, this is magic. <laughs> it's not. It's just oh, three okay. people recording their own audio. Never mind. That's why they do the synchronised clap thing, so that the clap is on all the audio at the start. Okay. So then when Liam puts all three together, he, he knows where to start it from. Yeah. Because then it all lines up, and you don't cool. get two people talking over each other. Mm. Unless they did. Unless they're talking over yeah, each yeah. other. But now we've got someone. Oh, I see. Oh, I've got an You're intruder. in the podcast now, aren't you? All right. What do you want? You all right? Well, you'll be in it if you keep talking to me. I'm just coming to Oh, right. So you're not actually involved. You're, you're not just, coming to join us. Coming for the alcohol. Just coming for the Prosecco. <laughs> Is that Prosecco? Yeah. That looks like Corvossier. It's an Asda. Asda big. Organic. It's oh. organic Prosecco from Asda. Organic. Fair enough. What's the difference between organic? Do they make artificial grapes for their sparkling white wine normally? I don't know. Fake grapes? Ribena. That's still from real blackcurrant. Allegedly. <laughs> I think if they cracked out to artificially create grapes, we'd be in a different world. Yeah. No. Yeah, it'd be. Um... <laughs> I don't know. So have you... Is that it? Yeah. She just came for some prosecco. Why are you drinking prosecco on a Sunday afternoon on your own for anyway? I'm not drinking. Oh. So it's re-gifting. Oh, you're gifting. The, your, the Ilana's teachers are not going to listen to this podcast. Or find out that you've re-gifted <laughs> their Prosecco. <laughs> it's very, very unlikely. Wait, so you're I mean, maybe one, maybe in five years' time when we're big enough, they might, but it's yeah. still unlikely. Your daughter's teacher gave you Prosecco? No. 
No, one of her kids that she teaches bought her Prosecco, which is handy because she doesn't drink, so she can then give it to teachers that do drink. Normal teachers. Most teachers. It's the only way (laughs) to be a teacher. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. This is why she always stresses. She doesn't drink. Yeah, she doesn't drink. Why don't you drink, Mal? Just don't. Sometimes as a cider. Oh, I see. Now and again. Now and again. Fair enough. Not very often. Cider barely too, counts. Too really. committed. I drive a lot. Well, we need a designated driver. <laughs> that's true. That's quite a handy thing to know, actually. Yeah, that's why I don't encourage our drinking. Because we were going to suggest that we go to the Thai place instead of doing like Christmas presents or something. We just try and go to the Thai place. Oh, well, us. You, yeah, the, the four of us <laughs> yeah. as adults. We yeah, could go yeah, and have, go for dinner. Go to the Thai place where, that we couldn't pronounce the last one, yeah, which yeah. is called the same. Same as the one that we went to with Paul. <laughs> yeah. This is where you turn around and go, "Oh, we've bought you presents." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Fortunately, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that organised. No, we bought you presents anywhere, even this well, was at least a week. A week ago. until Christmas. I used to do all my shopping at Lakeside on Christmas Eve. That's not a bad shout. Well, because I worked there. Yeah, yeah. So, you could so do I just we were allowed. We just we had a little because working in an opticians hmm. on Christmas Eve. I don't know if you can guess, but it's fairly quiet. Yeah, yeah. not um, many people booking those appointments. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot going on, especially <laughs> when there's no optoms booked in because they've all booked it off. For, yeah. like, they've booked holidays. So it's basically just a retail store trying to sell glasses that you can't sell because you haven't got an optom or sunglasses. <laughs> so it's very much like, okay, you go off for a couple of hours and do some shopping and then I'll go. And well, it's lovely because no one's, no one's out and about. Yeah, yeah, there's nobody there. Just like men that have forgotten to buy presents. Yeah, and even there's not that many of them either, really, because <laughs> even they've managed probably the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, it's beautiful. You just walk around. So they've got Christmas Eve to wrap them. Yeah, exactly. Great, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Okay. All right, well, thanks for dropping in. I've seen a bit. <laughs> oh dear. I can't even remember what we were talking about before that. It doesn't really matter, now, does it? I think Discord. Discord, Discord maybe. Yeah, it's just podcasting. Yeah. Making noises, clapping at the same time. Synchronising audio. That's yeah. about it, really. That's all it took. Um, so yeah. if anyone is interested, I was on the, the Backroads podcast. Still their only guest to date. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's three of us chatting, which is mm. quite good fun. Um, today, I've got the audio sorted for episode nine, so nice. I'm happy. The guys at the Driven Chat, oh, cool. they sorted it out for me because they're much better at sorting audio than I am I just kind of cocked it up more than anything yeah so they fixed it and it sounds really good oh that's good and he told he gave me a breakdown of what he did oh so so I can try and learn as we get better I can try and learn how to do that sort of thing yeah Um, so yeah episode 9 of the morning drive sounds as good as it should have oh brilliant and I'd been holding back on like posting about it because Mm. I I knew the audio could be made better I just didn't know how to do it and then I kind of had this handed to me on a plate that I went to some uh, proper podcasters and they said oh we can probably sort that for you so the inspiring story of how this 19 year old kid overcome cancer (laughs) has now got the audio that it deserves yeah yeah and it's not just like good to know (laughs) for an hour (laughs) but it's funny that that's still my most viewed or listened to podcast so far uh, That's probably because I've had to listen to it three times yeah, to work yeah. out what's been going on. <laughs> we'll come back to this. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, that one's it's now really crisp and it's a really good story. Louis is a really cool kid. Yeah, I think was, did you, you posted something up actually not long ago. Yeah, about an hour ago. The, yeah. yeah. Um, so go and check that one out. Uh, slight little plug for Tacona there. Mm-hmm. But I think back to us 
and car stories and car history as an opportunity to to delve a little bit further back and mm. give some background for us really yeah. so why don't we do car history up until now all right mine's mine's pretty boring because i'm unlike someone like say most people i don't i keep cars for a long time so i actually haven't got many i've never um, sold a car I, I haven't sold one. They've died, been, yeah, and it hasn't, they mainly get broken because yeah. I tend to modify them. Yeah. Because I modify them, they just get, they get broken. But, um, I mean, I don't know, technically before I passed my test, I had a little rascal van. Oh, nice. Um, that was given to me. I learned to drive in a Suzuki, Suzuki Carry, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, As they learned to drive, that was driving around fields. Nice. Yeah, I mean, well, this is the thing. I, I never really got to drive it, it because it just got given to me, and then I think the, the head had gone on it, the head gas. Oh, so, right. you know what? I can't be bothered. So I'll just just yeah. bin it. So that was one, very short lived. Yeah. Um, people kept trying to give me cars. I think because they knew I liked cars. They just they, tried they, to they pass were, them off. They were to trying you. to pass them off to me. So I ended up I had a Mark II Astra, but it wasn't like a, anything. It was, just an an old, it was just an Astra. Back at that time, it was just an old car. But to be fair, that's that was fine. Um, but again, like, didn't really get to drive it because it was before I'd pa <laughs> passed any kind of test. And how old were you when you passed your test? To be honest, I was it was quite late. I was probably 24, 25. That's really late. Yeah. Because well, because I lived growing up in London, London. Yeah. And my friends, although I was, it was really odd because I was super into cars, like really quite obsessed with cars yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew all the nought 60 times all everything yeah. like an encyclopedic knowledge of car stuff yet didn't drive yeah, yeah but it was mainly because my friends were all a couple of years older than me um, and so they would take me out yeah, yeah I'd go with them and because we used to go like to go and get drinks and things like that I was like well there's no point me passing my test because I don't drive anywhere yeah I don't when we do go out I drink so I'm not going to drink drive yeah anyway so and in in London you've got the, the transport network's so good that you end up I mean my brother's passed his test but he's never driven a car and he's 33 wow because he doesn't need to he lives in London he has no need anywhere he goes he can get on a train or a bus yeah, yeah and because he lives his life within the city yeah if he does venture out, he just uses an alternative because it's not worth him having a car yeah, yeah, just yeah. for the three, four times a year where we might venture out of out the capital. So we well, can get a train here as well, so he doesn't even have to. No, this is it. I mean, you, this is the, the thing. He, he'll come up here on the train, and then we'll go to the pub. Yeah, so yeah. the thing is, because he's this is it. That makes so, sense. So um, yeah, and, and and but my first actual car, I think we discussed this with Jared and Liam, was the E30. Yeah. Now that one was a massive that was my I, proper first car like took it went right stripped it right back did loads and loads of stuff to it I was like modifying it completely actually I wouldn't even say modifying I'd say it was more of a restoration yeah it was only a 316 because like that's what I would have gotten insured on yeah yeah um, although I was bought it as a 316 and then started restoring it all and because the engine was out I did happen across a slightly larger engine which <laughs> was then going in um but in the end we we took it back to a point where it was going to go it went in for paint yeah so we'd stripped it all down sent it to the guys for paint and they began to strip it down even more you know like to that mm. because it was going to be a complete 
best old respray. And it, it, I remember he phoned up and he was just like, listen. <laughs> he was like... You're going to be in a bit of trouble if you carry on. How much money do you have for this car? Because it's basically... It was just the more they, the more we took away, the more we found missing. was missing and rotten. And it just... At the time, <laughs> at the time, it wasn't economical to do it. No. Had I done it and kept it... Now it would be Now it would be... Yeah. It yeah. would be worth... But, you know, I mean, that's 20 years ago. So it's... True. Maybe, yeah. So it, it wasn't really, really worth that. Um, so now I didn't really get anything for a while, and then I bought the Volkswagen Bora, which is basically a Mark IV Golf saloon. Yeah. Um, which I think is cooler because it's got like square headlights. So What's looked, the difference between the Bora and the Jetta? The name. That's it. So in America, it's badged as the Jetta. That's it. It's just the America is just the Jetta. Yeah. So the I don't know why because it was always called a Jetta. Until the Bora, and then until the Mark IV, they just changed the name of the Jetta to a Bora for the Mark IV. Right. So it is a Mark. For all intents and purposes, it's a Mark IV Jetta. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just went. Well, we'll make it sound. Let's worse. call it something different. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was when they went through that. Little, they did. They went through a little phase of re like rebranding the names of their cars. You know, like the EOS and. Yeah. yeah. It was that. It's, it, I think they were all like mythical. Probably something like it, that. It was, yeah. I can't remember quite what it was, but it, they went through a little phase and that happened to be the beginning of it. <laughs> and then they reverted very quickly back. Back to normal yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, I had that. That was cool. And I got all the GLI stuff for that. So I imported all the US spec. Oh, nice. Side skirts, bumpers, lip. Yeah. Um, got the Mark IV anniversary golf wheels, which are the ones that are currently sitting on the TT. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I put a lot of put a lot of effort into that, and it was white. Oh, so right. the thing was, there were very few white ones. Yeah. Because it was I don't I don't know why at the time it wasn't a very popular color, and it was a again it was like a base model. Yeah. So I'd bought a base model and went right. I'm going to just chuck stuff at it. Chuck stuff at it and and see where we go. Um, and yeah, sadly because it was a 1.6, it was again it was cheap and easy to insure. It, it wasn't particularly quick, but it was a nice car. Yeah. You know. Um, didn't get you in any trouble, didn't, and it didn't cause it. No, you never got pulled over. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was modified, it. You it, kind of just got left alone. Because it was I a granddad car. Plus, like Euro spec style to it doesn't look as outlandish as. No, max it's power. I'm very OEM plus. Yeah, when I do yeah. stuff, it's always. It's not max power. But no, no, no. As much of how. As much as I loved it. max power stuff when max power was, mm. I always wanted a Wings West a Honda Prelude. <laughs> Which is bizarre because I've never had a Japanese car, but I loved that. But the Honda Prelude was front wheel drive. Yeah, no, but at the, the same but time as you had the, the Nissan Silvia and the Nissan Skyline. There was one in Max Supra Power. There was one in Max Power, and it had it was a Wings West one, and it was red and white, and it had all the stripes and all the like this stuff on it. And I found a picture of it somewhere because I was like, but it was yeah, I don't know. You know when you you see a car and you're like, oh my god, and it had white wheels. And yeah, I was like, this is so cool. And I was, was like that with know. the Mark II MR2. I loved yeah. the Mark II MR2, which was better than a Prelude. Yeah, and I, I didn't even like the Prelude in a normal just form. Just that one. It was just that one, yeah. I was like, it's a Wings West one. It was yeah. just, that was the only thing about it, was the fact that it was... Because I, I wasn't really... Like, I liked the Max Power era of stuff in the sense that it was a bit bonkers. Yeah, yeah. But I look back I now was a go, kid when it was mid-flow. this is like... It's wild. Mental, yeah. There was a, a lad that his family owned the local news agents and he had a Corsa B mm. 
that had like four exhaust pipes and a wide body kit and it was yeah. bright blue and it, all all of it and it was when Need for Speed Underground 2 came out yeah and the Corsa C was in Underground 2 and he was gutted because he couldn't get his car on the game because yeah. it was but just having the Corsa like on the game was <laughs> wild like oh I mean the thing is that era was was odd in that you could that plenty of cars got utterly ruined oh yeah like I've always been a very for my own modifier I've always very much preferred OEM plus yeah like right from the beginning right from, but I think that's that I think that's something to, more to do with the, the Volkswagen the VW scene the Audi scene in general there's that's kind of always been an underlying it's not too crazy angle from, yeah I mean there it's has been some the Germans. Mad, there has been some mad stuff but yeah. You know that era, there was there were a few crazy cars. Well, even that W twelve Mark five was it, or was it Mark six? Yeah, it wasn't outlandish. It looked no, like a that was yeah, modified that, Volkswagen. Yeah, basically that was that's the limit of yeah. the craziness. I did know someone lived around the corner from us who had a Mark three Golf, and he'd had it done in that chameleon purple greeny flip oh, like paint. A TVR. But that was like way back when yeah, that yeah. would have been like a really crazy colour yeah, yeah, yeah and he it was fully bumper like all new bumpers and like wide wheels and the only thing they do in the VWC is that stance thing where it looks like everything's broken <laughs> <laughs> you know and the wheels are just the wheels are on the loads of camber and they're on yeah, airbags I mean it literally just looks yeah like something's gone horribly wrong it's just collapsed <laughs> well I mean that's what there's pictures of like the rear control arms on the TT will sometimes snap because they use rose joint bushes right. and they seize. And what that does, it snaps the camber arms. Yeah, yeah. And then the wheels do that. Drop. But that's basically, that's, uh, there's that's people the that look. are actually going <laughs> for that on purpose. Like. Well, the slam scene is getting, is pretty big now. Mm. Like, um, you can't really go to any events now without airbags and slam rides and no, no, mad no, it's, camber. Oh, it's, it's been in the, that's the thing that's been in the VW scene for a long time. Yeah, it? yeah. But then that's kind of come from the bugs. Yeah. So it's, it is, it is a traditional Volkswagen thing. VW yeah, Audi yeah. thing. So it's not like, you know, it's, it's not personally where I'd take it, but just because of practical reasons. Maybe if I had a spare car, like a genuine spare project car, uh, I might I might have a bit of fun with it just because it's fun. There's been a couple of different cars that you've gone. I'd slam that, like the two CV. The two CV, I would. I still would. <laughs> I have no rational explanation as to why I do that because I appreciate it would completely ruin the ride. But the car renowned for being yeah, like, able I, to I, take loads of bumps. Yeah, and you're like, just, slam it, just, it, ruin it. I just feel like slamming it. I think just because in my head it's the shape of a beetle. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm that saying is that back. genetic. It's in there. It rattles around in the back of your head, like in the darkness. That shape should be on the floor. Yeah. No, no, no. Honestly, that's it. It's pretty much like that should be on the floor. That's oh cool. God. You can camber that. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, and then obviously, yeah. So moving on from the Bora slash Jetta, then just uh, got the TT because the Bora basically the Bora. What happened was the gearbox kept going because it was one point six. They had chocolate gearboxes. Right. I killed a couple of them. Um, through no fault of my own, it was just there was like a little component in there that was basically crap. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I thought, well, there's no point in me doing an engine swap because you couldn't get. So there was a four motion that you could buy, um, which had the V6. So there was a V6 four motion version. Yeah. But they didn't do 
Oh, I, th I can't remember if they did a... I think they might have done a 1.8 turbo. I think they did. Right. But it was two-wheel drive. It was front-wheel drive, like oh, my one. Yeah, so the yeah. thing was, the Holy Grail was sort of people were swapping out in the 1.8 turbo engine into the four, four motions because the engine's lighter and it was, you know, blah, yeah. blah. And they're more, a bit more tunable, a little bit more for, for cost. But obviously, it didn't come from factory in that combination. Yeah. Whereas the TT... Straight it's four-wheel drive, quattro, and 1.8 turbo. Yeah, yeah. And it's a TT, so it was a bit more, like, exotic. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of went, well, I might as well just grab one of those. And they, were, they weren't particularly expensive. It was, like, three grand. You know, it was they're like, still only about that now. Well, they're probably not even that. I mean, they're, going, they're still in, absolutely in the gutter, like, in terms of... <laughs> Which is a shame, because they money. are such a nice little car as well. Well, the thing is, if you There's can pick a lot one them, up... Well, you know, like Jared was looking a little while ago, and I was like, to be honest, it's ULES compliant. Yeah, yeah. It's four wheel drive, it's got cruise control. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got a turbo. Yeah. Oh, and typical. that's it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's yeah. yeah. Would have ticked all his boxes, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then he bought a Subaru. Yeah. Which will break down. It might. it might, it might. I mean, to be fair, well, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a one. Yeah, but yours is all self inflicted. Yeah, but they do. I mean, if they're looked after, they're all right. And I think his is, his has been looked after. Yeah, it seems so. Pretty good I to think, be like any car, if you look after them properly, yeah, chances it's are they'll, they'll be all right. A similar kind of conversation last night. So last night I went up to Auto Finesse, had a little coffee evening. Mm. It's basically they're coming by the stuff that we've got left before Christmas. Yeah. But they wrap, they package it up as it. Oh, coffee they knock us all down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come and clear us out, and then we we can have a nice Christmas bonus. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, so I went up there, and I was one of the guys that comes to coffees and cars. Um, he came up, so I was chatting with him. And as always is the case, you know someone, they know someone else, and it connects everyone. And there was a guy. He's got um, an S15 Silvia. We used to have a TT. Oh, okay. I can't remember which one. Hang on, so he was he the guy I said in the... Yeah, he looks like he a Volkswagen one. guy. He yeah. was, it, he was, I knew it, I knew it. Former Volkswagen guy. Um, and he, he'd modified his to like 500 brake. And I think it was a later version than yours, probably Mark yeah. 3 or 4. Um, and then it just wouldn't make power. But there's nothing, no reasons for it not making power. So he took it back to stock, sold it to a we buy any car or whatever. Okay. And then they sold it to a dealer and then someone bought it from the dealer but then the guy who eventually bought it went on the forums right so I've just bought this does anyone know the history and we were saying it's finding out that your car used to be ragged about is a bit like finding out your girlfriend's got an OnlyFans page <laughs> or is top listed on the website blacked yeah and it's like here's a video of her and six big massive black guys and you're like oh I didn't need to know that has ruined every like she's still the same person. Yeah. And to me everything's dandy. But now I know that has happened in the past. Am I ever gonna be good enough? <laughs> and it's that kind of principle. If you found out on the forums that your old car was running five hundred brake and getting absolutely ragged about, you'd look at it in a different light from that day on. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean the thing is you can you can rag your car but in a proper way. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's make sure it's warm, make sure there's oil yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah, that that's the thing. thing. It's 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 getting it not bouncing off the limiter from a cold start is probably which so many people do yeah stoop. that's what contributed to mind breaking I reckon it's just when it was a bit cold giving it a bit too many yeah runs but even when you go to shows because they want to show off they, they can't wait to get out and they start it up and, yeah, yeah you're just like God, stop oh god just yeah. give it a minute like it's not you know you don't have to leave yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait I mean? yeah because um, I remember 
there was a thing up in Nottingham called Car Cafe run by it was like Stratstone BMW or something like that there was a guy there with an R34 and he'd start up and just let it run for five minutes and I was yeah. like oh what are you doing you're off he's like no I'm just letting it warm up yeah. so I don't destroy it and then I'll give it a couple of revs and then I'll leave yeah. and I was like oh right I didn't know you were supposed to do that and he's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. well isn't there thick because I'm not particularly down with this because we don't have it but like even with the turbos like you're supposed to let them I think aren't you supposed to let them like sort of simmer down a little or, or is that not like this time they can get very the turbo hot. timers and stuff you know like I'm not into the like, I don't know that much either that to be experience. fair I just know that or I'm under the impression that you're not supposed to just kind of ride up and bang straight off because yeah, not, we've not got like mine's got like a little pump that you're supposed to leave to whirl for a minute or so like to yeah to make cool sure it all down and it's not going to blow up on you yeah I don't know well it's, 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 it's just metal like, getting hot under pressure so it's probably a, always yeah. a good idea to not well, exactly. overcook it well it's like when you turn the engine on like, you're supposed to wait for your little lights to go out I always do I just wait for all the lights to go off like there's a little light and oh, it right. turns off and then you start it I don't have so that you, in mind yeah so you turn the and it, you like, and it goes off and then you start your car yeah. which is why a lot of people you know when you say about installing the push start button and like yeah. well you don't need to because you just put your key in and turn it and I'm like well, actually these ones take a I turn the key and I've then got to just wait for like five seconds so actually my hand's free yeah, so I can yeah. then go back to a button which that makes sense because in, in the 86 you literally just press a button and it fires up there's no key engagement whatsoever yeah you see with mine is yeah in the Renault I think it, that's an old car thing though yeah that's you know well, in the Renault it's just will it start <laughs> there's no countdown procedure at all you're just like all fingers crossed <laughs> but it, in the Lamborghini Countach you have to wait for the fuel pumps to fire up that's that's pretty much I yeah. think what it is is that you turn the key and it's the pump yeah, yeah. would engage and then it, well in them you can hear it and it gives you oh you can hear it in mine yeah you turn the key and it goes do 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 and then you go oh now I can start it yeah especially when if you fit because I'm going to hopefully once I've kind of upped the power on mine I'll need to upgrade the fuel pump yeah yeah and they will become noisier yeah it'll be um, well when when the Renault broke down the other day I was messaging Luke like can you think of what it got? my guess is it's fuel related mm. and he was like well can you hear the fuel pump when uh when you're starting it, I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know yeah. what it's supposed to sound like. It's just a little wordy noise. Yeah, well, I sent him a video of me trying to start, mm. and he went, "That's just engine crank noise. I can't hear anything." Yeah, like, that's that's what you do. Though you turn the key and you wait, and you'll hear the fuel pump priming. Right. So you'll hear a little, and that could be even try it in the Renault. Oh, it's at his now. Oh, see, because maybe just try turning the key yeah, and giving yeah. it a few seconds. See what it does to see if because it could, that could even be it could be part of your small. issue. Yeah. Not, Which wouldn't surprise me because that would have been what contributed to that juddering that we got on our trip to London. Because it's done that a few more times. Oh, okay. Which could be the oil, the fuel not getting something, into the car, and then it's like yeah, there's something not quite yeah quite getting through. Because I've I've tested the alternator twice, so I got the AA guy to test it, and I I had a little tester mm. thing that I bought, and that seems to be fine. Well, that that juddering was like you'd run out of petrol. Yeah, so I reckon it could be fuel pump, mm. which I'll text Luke and be like. Can you check the fuel pump, please? Because <laughs> I presume you haven't changed that then. I haven't touched it, no. Uh, yeah, um, no, that could be. So I said this to Grace. Um, she was like, oh my God, it's broken again. I was like, <laughs> it, it happens that you kind of just chase a problem around. Yeah. Because you make something brand new and then it's brand new next to something that's old. Yeah. So then the next old thing breaks. Well, that's where that then takes the strain. Yeah. And then eventually the you just replace the whole car. Mm. And uh, that's what I'm basically that's, doing. Hence, hence <laughs> yeah. my one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. I'm almost kind of looking at it going, well, 
let's just do it all now mm. because I don't want to put it back together. Because my, my pet hate is doing a job and then doing another job and taking the thing off that I've just done. Yeah, yeah. In order to do back. the next job. And you think, well, I might as well just do that while I'm while it's all off. Do them both. Do them both. Yeah. And then now you end up... But I, I don't mind, but it's that's that's the issue you end up with, isn't it? Yeah, you kind of yeah. just go round and round and round after this problem. Oh, I've been chasing problems since I got... So when I got the car, the guy's like, it's got a like a uneven idle. So I was like, okay. And it used to like rab it in first gear a lot, yeah. which yeah. in the first... I think I put a video up of when we first got it and it was literally just bouncing down the road. Um, so we did ignition system, that didn't, it kind of helped and then didn't really fix it fully. So then Jonas did the valves and the tappets for me and that's removed the lumpy idle, which is great. Yeah. And the battery seemed to be the weak spot, so I've replaced the battery. And then the alternator seemed to be going, but that's actually okay. And the carb had the broken plate, so I'm literally just chasing around all these different little issues to hopefully get it running smoothly mm-hmm. and usable again. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have it running and then it snows because I really want to drive it in the snow. <laughs> like, it's, the thing that influenced me to look for old French cars was a video of one in the snow. God. Like overtaking a Dacia Duster up a hill. I was like, <laughs> oh, an old French car for the snow and it's just not snowed. <laughs> and then this morning, Grace went, oh, it might snow on Boxing Day. I was like, they haven't got the road. <laughs> I'll tell you when it will snow. When I get out there to do the car. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm actually, this afternoon, what I am going to do is I'm going to get outside. I'm going to empty the boot, which currently I tipped all of my tools into. But it started raining. Yeah. And I, it was literally just a case of everything off the floor. Into the boot, shut the boot. Walk deal in, with that later. Deal with it later. A <laughs> couple of weeks later, time to deal with it. Because yeah. I've... I've I'm, I've got, got an afternoon. Time. I've got an afternoon spare. I've been quite quite efficient with my bread making. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna get empty it out, get all the tools done, and hopefully tomorrow, maybe maybe try and get that um, diff off and just drop it. Like get all the back. Then at that point, I can start to dismantle properly. That's, sounds like a good plan. Yeah. No, it's alright. Progress it should be should be good. And then yeah, get get. At least if I can get that off and maybe start on the front, get all the components out. Yeah. Because the front will come away fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not too much, there's not too much clever stuff on the front. It's, it's just, just an engine and some just bit. wishbones and like yeah. you know. So um, if I can get the the rear and then maybe next weekend, the front end dropped. Yeah. Uh, yeah then it's a case of like wandering down to Luke's in the night and just. <laughs> Dumping the, a car. Get, no, just getting the bushes out. <laughs> I just need to press the bushes out. Yeah, yeah. If I can't get them out, because I bought a wheel bearing removal kit. Right. And if you get some, I saw something on YouTube. If you get some threaded bolt, yeah. you can use a, your gun to pull it to out. To pull it out. So hopefully, if I can get everything out, that's fine, because then I can order my paint for Christmas and my new bushes. Yeah. Paint everything up, and then we'll take the new bushes down to Luke's and press them in. Fair enough. Sounds like a good plan. If he doesn't mind, Luke. They might have the, the, <laughs> the capability to do so. Well, I mean, it's not taking the whole car. It's, it's no, no, it's some charity corner is not getting any residents. Yeah, it's just some <laughs> components that if, if he's got a press, yeah. I, would, you, I would get you to take me. <laughs> we'll we take my and, working yeah, car we'll go and, Yeah, we'll go and put some some of my car in your car and we'll go to Luke's. <laughs> And put it back together. Bit by like, bit. God. Like a massive jigsaw puzzle. Move it all one piece at a time. 
<laughs> just try and sneak a shell in there one day. Yeah, no, and to be honest, once that's all done, once everything's sort of painted and the bushes are installed, then I've got a guy that I can call and he's just going to come and put it all, put it all back together. Because he does it day in, day out. Yeah. Like, he just works on TCs, Mark 1s. A bit well, like so. that guy that gave me the engine. He just builds Renault 5 too. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. And he'll he'll come down and within a day, yeah. he's going to have that all reassembled. And the worst case scenario two days yeah, yeah but I can book him out and then that's it and we drop that get down to the exhaust centre get that done get the exhaust on someone suggested putting a Twingo 133 front end in mine and then Renault I think you should just do something silly with it now yeah but seeing really, as the engine's dead it's not dead but it is isn't and it? I have a spare <laughs> engine <laughs> the problem is I have enough parts to make one that works and part of me this really likes this sound like my friend with his three Fiat Tipos yeah the thing is I really like having a small French small engined French car like part of me really likes the fact that it it's, would still it's be not, a small French car though yeah but it would be then as fast as the Toyota but much scarier because it's an old French car <laughs> with only modern running gear. It's not going to make it a safer car to crash in. At the minute, I can get 75 out if I'm really mm. lucky. And 75, given a bit of braking, is probably a 50 mile an hour crash, which is probably survivable. Whereas 100 mile an hour I don't know, though. <laughs> without I, a I roll mean, cage. To be honest, 50 mile an hour in a Renault 5. I don't know. You, I, got I don't know that you're getting out of that. <laughs> I got rear-ended in my Mini by someone who was doing 40 when I was stationary. Mm. And I got out. So, that's, <laughs> that's my that's logic. Strike one. I don't know. But I think one. you should count that as a lucky escape. <laughs> it was a lucky escape. Yeah. I don't you know, know, he caught me on a rear that. quarter and shunted me across. Yeah, I don't know that I'd apply that to the... No, no. they're fine. <laughs> but... My thinking is, if I kept everything else as it is and only replaced the running gear, my chances of dying in a crash go up exponentially. And then my driving experiences aren't as different as they are now. So I've obviously yeah, been I, running I, the Renault around and I use it for work and I use it for commuting and this, that and the other. And it's like, it's a dream to get to 70 on the A120. Yeah. And then she's kind of died on me. So I've been using the 86 for the last few days. And 70s like third gear straight away, mm. and then I stop. I'm like, oh, I could do, I could do 80 if I wanted to. I could get to 90 if I really wanted to. And then it becomes a case of, well, it's much easier to get the same level of like excitement. Yeah, you have to go a lot quicker. And the 86 isn't exactly a fast car, but it's quick enough to feel quick and yeah. to do speed limit braking things. Yeah, I mean to be honest, speed limit braking's pretty simple in any car isn't it yeah. it's not it's except not... for a 1985 Renault 5 yeah, yeah there's a bit more work involved <laughs> the route across to the A120 that Waze has started taking me you go up to Hatfield Heath and then you turn left mm. and it's quite tight and twisty but there's one bit where you take a really tight right hand turn in second gear at like 20 mile an hour and then it's immediately uphill so there's <laughs> no hope for me. Like, I could be absolutely caning it, catching up to cars, taking all the corners flat out, and then I get to that, and everybody just leaves. I was behind um, an agricultural lorry, you know, like one of those big tipper lorries. Yeah, yeah. And I was stuck behind him at like 50 everywhere. And then we got to that bit, and then he pulled away from me. I was like, no! Because <laughs> the Renault, obviously, not in a healthy state at the minute anyway. None. So the carb's not quite happy. Mm. So all my power just disappears. <laughs> I'm like, come on, 20 miles an hour. I love that every time you go out, it's a risk. It's, a, it's genuinely like, will it make it? Which isn't ideal for a car that I intend to use daily. 
No, and that's the thing. It's, it's whether or not there is that about it, isn't yeah. it? You think should I put something else in there? Should just I put something modern in just to make just it just to get it reliable? Because you can still have the experience of the car, but and I suppose the nice thing is you don't have to get a big engine. No, no, I could put a one-two from and then a you don't, Citroen C2, or and then you don't have to um, clear. And then you also don't have to get involved in any modifying of the engine or anything like that, or even the suspension. You just kind of go, look, I'm going to put this in. It's it's going to be a little bit quicker, but it's not. I'm going to change it. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's a, there's a, another part of me that's like, go wild, put a one eight two clear front end in it, and then just absolutely obliterate everything. I think I think if you're going to do that though, <laughs> got to put a roll cage in it. <laughs> just make it a pickup truck as well. Though at the same time, that's yeah. the thing. You kind of just. I would like to know go, what that pickup truck's based on. It'd I'm, be interesting because that was seriously It's really cool. cool. Seriously cool. And then I could put a coffee machine in the back of it and take it to events and stuff like that. Yeah. And that would be a lot of fun. You could just take it to... You wouldn't even need anything. You just could take it to events because you'd get... Yeah, yeah, get a lot get of loads attention. Of, that could be your stand. Yeah. You could have the rail, pop the rail on it. Yeah, you could make it into something like that. Because actually, yeah. could you could you theoretically have like the, the back... You know, the fit released down to actually be a ramp so you, people could walk up onto it. And, I don't you know, think it's big enough for that. Just just for the <laughs> rail. Just so people could walk onto the rail. I think what I would Not do... Not for you to be I'd on have the it, stand itself. You know I'd what I mean? have just, it like boxed out rather than a, just a pickup and okay, then have that yeah, box yeah. unfold yeah, into yeah, yeah, a that stand. Would that would work. That'd be cool. Um, I don't think I'd have people climbing onto the back. Just A, health and safety. Someone's definitely going to fall off that thing. <laughs> Or the suspension would just clap. <laughs> be on air. Yeah. If <laughs> they're so. supposed to look like that, everyone would be coming up. You'd have all the VW oh, guys. Oh, awesome. like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fucking broke. Um, but it'd be cool. I think Tacona needs to take off for me to have those kind of projects. Yeah, yeah. Especially after going up to Auto Finesse last night mm. and seeing what those guys are doing. Yeah. That's a, okay, this is the goal. Just got to learn how to clean cars. Yeah, but they're already doing it, so I need to do something else, which is what Tacona's hopefully going to be. Yeah. Um, but I've got a plan for New Year okay. with the brand. So going to release um, like a, a two designs a month. Mm. So a lot, a lot of people, I say a lot of people, a few people have come and said, oh, I wish you had more range. Yeah. And I really miss the, the livery stuff and the stuff that really... To be honest, that's the stuff that really is yeah, going really, to draw people in yeah. because it, it, I, they can identify with Connect it. Like it if I had an Audi again. one, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I've got an Audi Quattro design. Yeah, but what yeah. I mean, say you you did a TT kind of or an Audi, just an Audi. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's far more. Like, I would I'd be like, oh, you know what? That's quite cool because it's I'm representing like the brand that I yeah, rather yeah, yeah. than me going and buying a check engine light T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could buy that, and actually I've got two in one. Exactly. So the idea is, so there's th- there's kind of three avenues to it. So there'll be one that's like the livery logo. Yep. So for example, I've got one, because these are all designs that I did when I could do it on demand, but now that yeah. I can't do it on demand, I'm, I'm much more limited. So I'm going to do pre-orders. Um, and then if the minimum order quantity is reached, yeah. then it gets made. If it's not, it doesn't. Yeah, it goes back sense. into coming back round. And that's where you can approach car clubs with it and say, actually, this is what we do. I'm looking to get a minimum order. Well, I think I'll just do those separate to this anyway. Yeah, yeah, you um, could, yeah. But it'll be like the livery t-shirt. So it's a logo on the front with the livery running through, yep. which is where it started from. And then there'll be a second t-shirt that is 
like an artwork of the car that inspired the livery so yeah. they, they connect yeah and that'll be the pre-orders yeah and if you subscribe to the monthly t-shirt bundle it'll have the livery logo on the front and the print mm. on the back so then you get both that's cool in one t-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's the subscription one yeah and then that means that you've got a bit of choice as to which direction you take yeah but if you want to go right i'll just subscribe i'll get a new t-shirt each month and it'll be a historic livery with a historic car that there's that, like an artwork on the back yeah and then probably a poster of that artwork. i was going to say you could do like a poster you could have I suppose well, the posters like, will be part of the the like subscription pack yes because yeah. it'll be like 30 quid a month because that mm. covers a t-shirt and a poster yeah and some like merch like stickers yeah. and stuff like that yeah and you could um, even do stickers in those colors like yeah exactly something. it could so be then, just that pack that month is is this one exactly so that's my plan for for new year mm-hmm. is to start with the pre-order model and the subscription model yeah. um and to release a new design that I, I i put together while i was at caffeine and machine and that will have an a5 print that comes with it that matches the design and then the flip side of the print will be the support information yeah so that's like cool. the samaritans and calm and mine and that kind of thing <laughs> But then it acts as a piece of artwork in itself, as like an A5 piece. Yeah. And then it's kind of a, if you need to, you take it out of the frame and flip mm. it around and have a look at it. Yeah. Um, so that's where it's heading for the new year. Still an idea. Um, you know what I was saying to you about the t-shirts with the buttons? Yeah, yeah, the inside print. I just wondered, you know, could you sell, you know like you do the hats? Could, the embroidery could you ones. get, could, yeah, so could you get a piece of material, like a reason, like piece of material and get your guy to, basically do logos on them different logos but so you sell a base hat which has basically got velcro embroidered into it i don't it, know how easy you you'd have to get on. patches rather than yeah that. yeah um and then you'd have to have custom made hats if they're velcro yeah but what i'm saying i imagine there's a, a way to do it like and then you just buy a base hats, hat what you do is you buy the hat and then, and you, then, get you, the can then you can put them in your subscriptions yeah yeah you get patches in the subscription yeah, to go because then, your you, then your hat gets you can change your hat around each yeah yeah I, cool. I don't know how easy it would be to do the velcro in the hat no. that's the but it's something to to look into is can are there any hats that exist that have velcro on the front well all you need to do is have velcro strips embroidered on yeah and then it becomes a different kind of level of manufacturing. Yeah, no, it does, but it's it's almost like that the base hat would. Yeah, you, yeah. You'd add a little bit on, but bearing in mind that you'd never have to buy another hat. Yeah, you just put these. The patches point on. of these hats are that you then bust by them. And patches. then they become like collectors' cards. Well, that's the thing, and then yeah. you can you only do a limited run of each one. I mean, if you don't do this, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Dakota on, obviously. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to start no, making. No, I, that. I think it's it's a really good idea. I think it's something that would work. It's just figuring well, out how to like do it. You've got like six months, and then I'm taking it. All right, <laughs> it's out there. Okay, it's, 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 it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, in yeah. the universe. What three months time? There'll be this guy down somewhere. Yeah, there'll be one person. It. Yeah, there'll be one person listening. That's like I, I make hats. <laughs> yeah, but we've effectively got first rights on it. Yeah, yeah. Because we've said it. Yeah. Oh, um, the back roads is now trademarked. Yeah, I know. I've yeah. said that I've got to pay Liam a million pounds. No, you just have to say back roads TM. TM. That's what we have TBR to say. TM. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that could be your first <laughs> TBR TM. Um, yeah, no, he he sent me something. He sent me a thing. We were chatting because I'd seen a Type Three VW, which is an old old VW. Yeah. Um, it looks a little bit like old 911-y sort of shape. And they go for oh, about five, yeah. six, seven grand. 
I messaged him, I was like, do you think I could put a 911 engine in one of these? Like, we could just, just like a budget singer. Is that like singer. The, the coupe version of that um, estate that we saw at the Hill It was, Park. yeah, it's very, very similar. It's similar so to a, a common gear. There's a square back. Yeah. Which is, I think, the one we saw. I don't know if that was a three, or because there was a couple, there's like a three, a five, and a seven, I think. But, yeah. But yeah, they're very, very similar to those. But basically, there's, um, there's three versions. There's a, a square back, yeah. which is the estate. Then you've got like a... a a, a different there's one because there's the common like gear saloon as well, one it? and then there's this other one which is almost like a Porsche shape which is like a, yeah. almost like a TT type yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like yeah we could maybe because they're really simple it's like maybe you could just take the back seats out and mount an Porsche engine, mount a Porsche engine in it well, it'll probably be rear engine anyway won't it I think they were front oh, I think right. they were front because they're VWs they're old VWs they're just yeah front. but the Beatles rear engine yeah, but this so wasn't was the Beetle. This was, was not like using a, that platform. No, no, I don't think. So. Well, I don't think so because when we saw that other one, it wasn't rear engine because it was it had a front bonnet. But that yeah, but there was no engine in there. It was an estate. Yeah, yeah. That's what, it so had all, vents on the side. Yes, at the back. It does have vents on the side. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a Type Three. Yeah, yeah, it was. So they do like a like a sport version of it. Right, um, quite a cool car. It was cool, and yeah. actually they're not that expensive. Like they're, you know, in, in classic terms, they're, yeah, they're yeah. obtainable. And actually, you get that, and you could really go to town on that and make something really, really interesting, because you could almost hot rod it. Yeah, you a, could do like an outlaw version. Yeah, because that's what I said to Liam. I was like, this could be like a really, really budget singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. If only I had the space. And the money and the engineering capabilities and the, I reckon, <laughs> the development. You know what, I reckon, I reckon with time, things like that can be done. A, yeah. lot of, a, a, a lot of things, you can do, I think, a lot more than you realise if you've got time and equipment. It's the equipment. Yeah. I th- you know, it's, 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 a lot of it is down to well, like the level of equipment you've got. It's, like, I can do pretty much everything I need to on the car mm. outside the front of my house. It's the time it takes me is ridiculous because... You know, if I had yeah, a four yeah. poster ramp, I'd lift the thing and all of that would have been done. Yeah. Everything I'm doing would so have like been... a couple of days worth of work yeah, if you've easy. got the, the right abilities. Yeah, but you're doing half of it blind because I can't get the car up high enough. Yeah. You know, and I've put a fucking kerb in, <laughs> which now I can't get, out, like, I can't get, get over it. it and under it enough. That's yeah. stupid. But That's yeah. why I took the 86 down to Luke when I did the, uh, the coilovers. Because <laughs> I was like, I know how difficult this is to do. If I yeah. can get it on a ramp, then it'll uh, it's an afternoon's worth of work rather than yeah. I've decided to strip the entire underside of a car without a ramp. Yeah, on a driveway. Yeah, that isn't smooth. It's covered in gravel. Yeah, and there's a curb. But each one side is fence, and the other side is curb. So <laughs> to get to the opposite side, I'm actually going to have to dismantle my fence. Really? Well, the Just front to get fence. To the I'm going to have to take the front off because then I can get in underneath a lot easier. It will save me time in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only screwed in because we put the fence posts in and then the, the panels bolted to the like screwed yeah, to the yeah. front. So I, once it's, it's only like three, six screws. And now you've got a, a drill you can. I do. I have a snap on, snap on tool. It's touchwood. It's working lovely. Good. eBay purchase. <laughs> can't moan really. No, you can't. I mean, the thing is, I won't use it enough to ruin it. Yeah. Like yeah. the guy who's sold it is obviously a mechanic. Yeah. And has bought a new one and he's got plenty of use out of it but I'm not going to no, uh, no. work it anywhere want near to want as at this yeah, rate. Yeah. exactly so that's fair enough oh, so wait. I'm just thinking right just we're going to very quickly before we wrap this up because I think we might be your car history yeah you had the Mini yeah what did you have after that Citroen C2 Citroen C2 
I bought the Citroen C2 to take the Mini off the road because it was getting more and more broken. Yep. Um, and a week later, it got nicked. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, by the, the man that threatened us. Yes, yes. After we rolled his uh, Nissan Micra. Yeah. And then so that. I got, my dad gave me his Audi A6 Avant. Oh, that sounds like I'm a very. It was worth about five hundred quid. Yeah, but that's the. Is that the one that you kind of bent. maybe bent a little bit and then might have sold it yeah. to a, a undisclosed? <laughs> and I think we talked about it. With yeah, we did. Liam yeah, that's Garrett. that's the only reason I know that is because I remember talking and about we, it. In that we googled group. to see how long it lasted. It lasted yeah. till 2018. Yeah, it did all right, didn't it? Someone managed to keep that thing going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had I had the A6 that I then bent and part X'd in for the 86. Mm. And I've had the 86 for five years yeah. and then got the Renault in yeah, general. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I've looked, I've probably had five cars. Yeah. Oh, I also had a, a Corsa C for a month that I got off a friend for 50 quid. Nice. Um, one of the toe arms, the the rods, not the, the arm itself, mm. was bent and we ratchet strapped it straight and I drove it to work and back for about a month. Forgot to tax it the first week I had it. Got a £100 fine <laughs> for not having tax on it, which was twice the value of the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just drove it for a bit. I can't remember why I stopped driving it. I, I, genuinely, I can't remember why I stopped driving it because I then scrapped it and got 70 quid for mm. it. But I, I used it for work and mm. I used to outrun everything because I'd literally like all my routes to work were all country lanes because it was in Derbyshire. Mm no curbs on the edges of the road or anything so if you went really quickly you could kind of go into the mud bank a bit <laughs> before you had any trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah so it was almost like an early nascar because you could go up the edge a bit and take the bank in nice. so i'd have like young lads in golf gti's and stuff that come like right up my ass mm. on my way home from a night shift i'm like oh all right then i wasn't gonna go quickly but now there's a knobhead in a golf gti up my ass and then i just outrun him yeah and it was only like a one liter mm. but i could just keep my foot in that's the thing sometimes momentum oh yeah a lot of momentum and no care for your car yeah and you're, you're away because you're like oh clip the curb a bit there carry on whereas the lad in the it's golf a bit like max verstappen yeah or if you've watched <laughs> uh, the canage artois grand tour thing that's what they they talk about is the french would just take their cars anywhere they just don't care. They're like, oh, it's just a car. I just it, it's transport, and when it eventually dies, I'll just swap it for a new yeah. one. Rather than they yeah. don't they don't care about the bodywork or the paint or anything. No. They literally just yeah, just drive, drive it. it and Which there's a lot to be said for, really. I mean, if it's the right type of car, oh, they just, just drive it, drive it anywhere. And that it almost it becomes you get that sort of patina of oh the of death French cars stars are and, dense. You know, but that's what I mean. Is, but there's bits there's a beauty up. to it because it's yeah, yeah. There's a photo of a former French president driving a Renault Five. And he's like, I don't need a big fancy car. I have a Renault Five. Yeah, <laughs> well that's it. <laughs> it's brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like a 106, but 106 rally would be nice. Yeah. Just a 106. Well, really. like so it. when Lila broke down, a guy spotted her in her waiting for their AA place. And uh, shared it on Instagram and messaged me. And he's got like 20,000 followers. I was like, oh, geez. He's got a 106 rally. Nice. But it's got um, like a short range gearbox. So he's mm. like, you can't do more than 70 in it. And the oil just gets hotter and hotter on the motorway. <laughs> I was like, that sounds oil cooler. horrible. <laughs> yeah. Just a ticking time bomb. Oh, um, well, right, well, we're talking about 45 time seconds left we've, we've, to an hour. We've done quite well. The thing is, I don't know how much of the start is relevant. Or do we just go. It's an hour on the dot. 
Well, I mean, unless you have anything to add, I don't. I don't really. I think. No. I think I've, we've probably exhausted what we need to. Yeah. Which is what we're trying to do. We're trying to be more efficient <laughs> with our time, especially as we're not in a position where loads of things are happening every week. No, and to be honest, even if they are. We, we can start a more. YouTube channel for that instead. God, oh, so much work doing YouTube. No, there is a lot of work. The Tacona one's basically kind of stopped. I think if I'm, I'm going just to do doing an audio channel, I'm going to do one of those ones on my phone that, that people that Jared hates and Liam. Like a vlog. The ones that they despise. Yeah. yeah. Those two I don't properly, really like though. them, but to be fair, it's, it's how you it's roll. Convenient. It. Right. There's the hour. But there is the hour, so we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, I think that's that sounds sounds good. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,